0: Sing it one and all Join in the chorus North Melbourne's on the ball Good old North Melbourne the champions, you'll agree North Melbourne is the team That plays to win for you and me you by the Eston hashtag I support the thirty-four spreadsheets. I mean the thirty-four injections of melatonin. I mean um boner pills, I mean um the thirty-four players campaign. Tonight from the Tanya Herd Stables, I have Nate Seven joining me. Good evening, old mate.
1: Good day, mate. Uh, good to be here again.
0: Yeah, it's good to have you. Um for tonight's podcast, once again we'll just follow the same schedule. So firstly we'll get Nate to run through what's been happening on Big Footy and the VFL. Um, we'll also have a bit of questions from Greater Gatsby for me um, and Nate. And we'll also run through the review of the Melbourne game and preview the game against the Moral Saints game in Hobart. Uh, moving on, there's been a fair amount been happening on Bigfooty and Nate has the rap for that.
1: Well, thanks for that. And just while you've mentioned Greater Gatsby, so the first one I'll just jump in is Greater Gatsby even today, so Thursday has had a bit of a uh, he's had a bit of a good run in the sympathy thread page 994. Look it up at the very top of the, that page on the sympathy thread on the North Board. So there was something that was going around Facebook and it was about Essendon sending out something to do with you know supporting the the 34 and very anti bullying and anti this and oh poor woe is me and poor our little pin cushions and whatever else <laughs> they want to call them you know I'm calling them that they didn't say that. Um, and he, he, he ducked the photo, and, and, it's, he's obviously done it to, to, sorry, to take the piss, and it's, uh oh, stop the bullying, oh, support Jim and, <laughs> <laughs> he's got so fucking, he's got a shitload of likes, and I'm sitting there going, how can I not like this twice? Seriously, Chief needs to get on this shit. Um, <laughs> can always count on Greater Gatsby for, for some good stuff. He, he's a, he's very good with the paint in the workshop and the doctoring. And um, send him a PM if you want something fixed up. If you want a I don't know a gif or something happening, well, he's your man. We even the
0: uh, YouTube theme page as well, so I to thank him for that as well.
1: Yeah, well, we we have a lot to owe him for, we um to thank him for. So yeah, kudos to to Greater Gatsby. Um Another one I was um, came across today. I was pointed to in my inbox was someone called Docker D O C C A and Jose Mourinho. This is actually on Twitter for those who don't really use it. Um, but it's to do with oh, I wouldn't. I'm a bit reluctant to say baiting or trolling of Mark Robinson of the Herald Sun. It was
0: enlightening.
1: It was refreshing. Refreshing. <laughs> 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 uh, for Robo <laughs> Everything's refreshing to Robo. <laughs> um it was someone said to it was between Docker and Jose Mourinho. They've tagged in at Mark Robinson of the Herald Sound and and Essendon and a few other and I think the AFL uh, 360 program and said, Now oh, can someone um hit him up and ask him how many beers he's had today? And then the response is oh, 34 injections of Carlton draught <laughs> and the, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> semarily, yeah summarily blocked after that on no, Twitter. No, I
0: haven't been blocked yet. That I'm Jose <laughs> Mourinho, for those that don't know. He hasn't blocked me yet.
1: Oh, oh, hang on. Didn't you get blocked in one of your other accounts by... I have
0: had I have a few accounts for people that are unaware. I have also another account called Wayne Kerr. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, it's a picture of Wayne, right um, Michael Hurley, so it fits in with the <laughs> Wayne Kerr theory. Um, that one's been blocked and banned. But my O.C. Mourinho one has not been banned, and I thought that people should know how many injections a Robbo had of
1: Carlton dry. <laughs> 34. That'll be pre-drinks for him. Now, then there was another one. It was... um, oh, What was it? You've got to remind me about this. It was hashtag... I su- oh, um, the hashtag that's has been floating around th- is yeah. um, I support the
0: 34, and it's about the bullying campaign and whatnot. And I thought i will add my own little thing on it, and i go, well... I also support the thirty-four spreadsheets. <laughs> <laughs> Warm possession yeah. of James heard, but no one else.
1: <laughs> oh, how did you not get black block for that one? Anyway, that's all right. So moving on, we've got one more from good old um, our mate from across the Dutch, GCW Smuth. Now, a bit of a poem today. Um, very enlightening, quite refreshing. Uh the sympathy thread. We talk. Is that where it was, Kay? The Sympathies thread. This one. Yeah, nearing a
0: thousand pages too.
1: Good on. So, what are we? We've only got four and a half, five pages to go to hit the magical 1,000 mark, and I oh, shit you not, I will be there in all my glory. Pages So, Jesse, Um, I don't know how I'm going to go with my New Zealand accent tonight. So I'll give it a go. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I'm going to You're end really up good, with a Welsh, really? yeah, I'll end up like that, like a Scottish Welsh mix. <laughs> could be really, could be worse. Could be a fucking redneck from I don't know Mosley town, like. That. Oh, yeah, somewhere down south, like, I don't know, South Carolina or somewhere shit like that. Louisiana. Uh, <laughs> you hillbilly, you sound like you've been chewing on bloody tobacco or grass or something. Anyway, moving on. <laughs> <laughs> moving on, Jesse W. Smith. Jesse W. Smith. So, uh, hang on, I'm just going to read this, one, two, three, four, okay, so about a few lines, a, a shitty little poem, sorry, a good little poem, <laughs> uh, all about Essendon and Dank and all the rest of it. To the office of Dank... I was sent. So like a good little limming, I went. (laughs) Oh, that's fucked. Get going. (laughs) Yeah, hang on, hang on, hang on. Now, (laughs) I can't read this next line, it's fucked. Sorry. Go on, go on. Good little limming, I went. Now my spokesman's the (laughs) doldo. <laughs> I'm not sure what's funny,
0: the accent or that line. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm just waiting for you-know-who to bob up with his stern look. Um, now, my spokesman... <laughs> That's right. He speaks. Now, now my spokesman's the doldo. He was sent from St. Kilda. And <laughs> oh, this last line. Fuck, me. And my backside is filled with cement. I'm just like... Yeah, okay. What is St Kilda,
0: my mad month?
1: <laughs> regular day down at, down the southeast of Melbourne, really. <laughs> um, <see. clears throat> I might actually just read that without, without a New Zealand accent. It's probably not the best going around, so I'll do a, just do it a second time. To the office of Dank, I went. Uh, so, like a good little lemming, I went. Now, my spokesman, spokesman's the dildo. We were sent from St Kilda, and my backside is filled with cement. So, not as funny as the second one, but you get the point. Obviously, it's to do with, um, you know, with Essendon and the what came out during the week about, oh, was it the so-called, was it 1,000-odd pages leaked to the Herald, some of the other papers, about the injections going to their buttocks and their backsides about, right, and lower back, and how it felt like cement going through them and how they couldn't run, they couldn't bend over and all sorts of other things. Twinkle Toes likes this. And, <laughs> yeah, so that's obviously where he got his... Um, his uh, inspiration there. So we'll just... So there are a few things I I found today or even just recently on Big Footy. Another thing I
0: want to quickly just add on to this symbol on the Essendon cakewalk, if you don't
1: mind. Yeah, go for
0: it. Yes. Um, We all know who Jade is from the Essendon board. He was on a few weeks ago, kindly enough, and he's he's an interesting bloke. Let's just say that... Um, he had a little rant on the hot topic board, um, three pages long. You can find it something to do, something entitled "The AFL Media in Essendon," something like that. It's already been blocked three pages later, but it was effectively a half-page rant about how Essendon are still guilty, but the media are even worse. <laughs>
1: well, to be fair, he's obviously he's quite pissed about what's happened down at Windy Hill, and he's, he's pissed about all sorts of things, but fuck me. And then when you, you said you spoke to him and he said, oh, he was... He's a self-troll, really. <laughs> yeah, he, he was sort of taking the piss out of himself, a bit of self-troll, and, um, yeah, look, he, he takes it in, in good humour. He takes it in good stead. Good bloke is Jake, and um, is that thread still viewable, or has that been... Viewable,
0: it's just been locked. It might be on the second page of the Hot Topic board, but it's still there, three pages long, you know which one it is. <laughs> it's quite funny. It's a long read, but it's a funny read.
1: Uh it's something that you need to read in your lunch break. I'd say, not at your computer desk at work. Yeah, uh, I've, got a few, I've got a few questions. So, as you mentioned earlier in the, in the pre-show, um, I've got a few questions. So, we were meant to have quib on tonight, but unfortunately, he's a little bit. He's actually quite ill, so, uh, so speedy recovery, thank there that. Well, as long as it's not a cement injection up your arse. Uh <laughs> likes this. Um, <laughs> fucking David Hill likes this. <laughs> Andy Ryder
0: likes this a lot.
1: <laughs> anyway, yeah. So, we better get on from that. A um, few questions. So, I've got, I've got a few, and one was, the last one was actually more for Quiv, because we know how much he likes Sean Atley, but we'll get there last. First one... I've got a few from Grady Gatsby. So we had Wallace talking about him with the funny stuff earlier, so these, I've got a few questions from him only not long ago, a few hours ago. First one is, Robert Nahas' nickname, where did it come from, any ideas, or just the history of it? And if you don't know what it is, it's Tripod, and it's got nothing to do with science, although if you've heard how That's big it is... It to do it with is.
0: something with dropping the soap in the shower, if you know what I mean.
1: American History Act. Oh, okay, cool. <laughs> really? So... Any ideas? Um, what,
0: what, well, i have yeah? got—I've been informed that from a few secondary sources, that it's a nickname that carried over from Richmond, and he brought it over to North, and um, basically that—I don't want to get too rude here—but his appendages were his appendage was that large, he was like a human tripod. <laughs> <laughs> and he brought that nickname to North. Well, <laughs> it was, something that sh- was generated in the Richmond showers. I think by I think Aaron Edwards was actually involved in that nickname. No, not sure on that
1: though. <laughs> Aaron Edwards, shifty. Oh, he's, he's a good lad. He's a
0: good Lord North lad.
1: Yeah, well. Um, okay, so that's question one. Question two. Oh, Jesus Christ! Great at Gatsby. He's at me again. <clears throat> Were West Coast Eagles stiffer than Albert's buttocks? when Roughhead was out of bounds? Mmm, I've
0: got to say, Albert's buttocks were stiffer. <laughs> They've got to be, after all those injections...
1: Oh, I agree. Oh, They've got
0: to be full of that much toxic crap.
1: David Hill agrees. Uh, I've got to cut that crap out. Please! <laughs> uh, <laughs> what the fuck? Sorry, moving on to it. Question three. Um... Fuck me! Oh, Cooney, righto. The Coondog, as he likes. I think he's self-titled the Coondog. What Self a wanker! Coon dog, yep. What a wanker! Anyway, spongy floors. Hope you're enjoying them over there at Essendon, dickhead. Um, so will he play on, or will he attempt to go for a three-game suspension to end his career?
0: Oh, three th- games. He, he likes the intention from people, so definitely three-game suspension. He won't be playing next year. He's that shit.
1: Moving, Moving on. on. If I was at then I'd be doing the same thing, getting a payout and getting the fuck out of Dodge. Anyway, question four. Um, so it was an Atlee question. It was so Quiv was going to bar up over it. He didn't even know there was a question coming, but I was going to whip it out on him. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Twinkle toes locks is a lot.
1: <laughs> few eyebrows are raised over at the chatty food court at the moment. Don't you worry.
0: Well, Beatron doesn't have to worry about that anymore, do you, Beatron?
1: No, he's he's the cleaning bitch over there. He has to fetch their coffee. <laughs>
0: cleaning
1: lady, <laughs> Oh no, he's he's a, he's he's a good boy. Anyway, um, question four and the last one for questions with what was formerly questions with Quiff segment and uh, and Kanga. So, Atley, he was he was asking. This is Greater Gatsby, and someone else was asking. Uh, Sean Adley, how long before he's the captain and ruck? And will he be the next Ferrari F430 at North Melbourne? Oh, by the way, oh. um, that that would mean he would overtake Taylor Garner. Oh, no, yes. no, no, oh, no, 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 no.
0: That, that doesn't happen. Rob, Rob's told me, no, 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 that's not right. That's As right. the next captain, oh, it's... He has to. Atley has to overtake Taylor Garner. I'm sorry. He has to overtake him. No, no one can overcome Taylor Garner. And the first, and the first, as for captain, no one can overtake Hansen either. Hansen has to be captain. Garner has to be ruck. And when Hansen retires, Garner's going to be ruck captain, and Atley's going to be VC. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, no, I'm just be- my inner Rob Zombie. <laughs>
1: I was gonna say, like, how much did he pay you to say that? Seriously, like, he's, you're, you he's gonna be your calling you every bloody day now. Anyway, good luck, good luck with that. Well, he already I does. Op- this, <laughs> I hope Optus can help you out, and Telstra, and whoever else. Now that's all I've got for my questions. That's, we'll you know the funny stuff. All right, so if um, coming up this week, we've only got the one game, because wherever you have the buy, and the next week, North Ballarat will have the buy. But this week, it's only North Ballarat, and they're up against Collingwood at Victoria Park. And that's the early game down there at Feralville. Its entry uh, is free for those who are willing to venture in. And don't worry, you won't be accosted by anyone, apart from the Ferals of Victoria Park. and We all know they've got shitloads of them still. But... Uh, is a reasonable price, but why you'd want to risk going there? I'd rather have your, your, you, know, all your wits about you, all your faculties. They played down... I think it's a 1 o'clock game. Good game. Daniel Wells is back, so he's listed to be playing only 40%, 50% of that game. So, thank fuck and about bloody time. Away from that, they had a couple of games on the weekend. North Ballarat and Werribee both had decent wins. Um, so, one played against Geelong, and the other one played against Essendon out at... Um, Oh, what do they call it these days? Windy Hill, I suppose, out at Essendon. Club. Yeah, out at the ladies' bowls club or the 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 geriatric bowls club out there in um, in Essendon, whatever they call it. Poor. Horace. Yeah, poor. Horace. What a fucking shithole that joint is! Thank God I didn't go out there. I had other things to do, like you know the North Melbourne game. Um, did watch the stream though. Very very good game. Whew. So. Where am I? Oh yeah, sorry, my best. What am I looking at? just all over the place tonight. It's a little bit late for me. It's past my bedtime. Uh, North Ballarat, my best. <coughs> Jeez, I've got the, I've got the quib cough back. I, uh, um, Brad <laughs> That's for different reasons though.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so, moving on to the best for, um, whereabouts.
1: Gobble, gobble, gobble. <laughs> um, so yeah, okay. So yeah. The, the best for we I had, would Fordham and your mate McMahon. Okay. McMahon. Oh, look, Doar was good, but um, not sure about you know, playing out the full game in terms of a, a completer as a whole. I really like the way that Fordham consistently goes about it. McMahon just delivers. He might only get sort of 14, 17 positions, but you're talking about a key fullback. That's what you need. You don't need, you know, your 30-plus like a Brad McKenzie on the outside. Um, Mason Wood continues to get that to his prior form, which is great uh, for those who are big Wood fans, and um, a, there's a lot out like there with... This. Philly Roo had a Wood, now he doesn't, because, well, anyway. North, yeah, he's, he's going to hate me for that. Oh, well, i get better word him up soon. North Ballarat, um, Brad McKenzie, Dumont... Tippett, black a little bit, but that's more because Black absolutely fucking destroyed some senior Geelong players who were playing Which in the V. Well Vardy if you still consider him one. He at one point was playing down back and then when he when he was he went forward and he played on Joel Tippett. And then
0: Tippett
1: destroyed Tippett him. <laughs> fucking tipped him Tippet you know, gave him a second asshole. Just absolutely <laughs> likes that. He loves it very much. Um, look, Aaron like only kicked two and a half, two and a bit goals. He didn't have the highest possession count. He had, he, look, he did have some good chase and good tackles. That was great. Um, I I only really put him in my best just because of what he did to his his opponent. So Vardy was one. I think you see, I think the other one was Jared Rivers, yes, who I was, so, surprised yep. with. I think we Quite surprised that he was playing on there. There was a third one, but there was a third one that was only while they were getting their rotations correct, but he was more a case of, oh, cool. but basically they really fucked up Geelong. But they're not doing that too well in the VFL on the ladder anyway, so that, who cares? I think it's the second time we've beaten them for the year. Um, so Tibbet was good to see him coming back. He's The last few weeks he's been getting better and better. His consistency is there, and it's good to see his stats um, almost mirroring what his output is. When you see his output and then you see his stats in, in the past, you think, shit, it doesn't really, it doesn't look like it matches up. But lately, it's it's been good. So uh, I don't know if you'll get a spot at the end of the season, but if we were playing Brisbane, absolutely you would. Mm. Richmond might not. So it might be a case of we'll see who we play in the finals because that's where we're going. Dumont continues to, Brad McKenzie, but even old mate Ryan Bastonek not doing a whole lot, 21 possessions, but when Probably you're playing that. Team, confidence. Yeah, but as was Nahas, as, you know, Brad McKenzie did it, Nahas did it, Lindsay Thomas did it, and Neville, they all, they came good eventually. Um, Bastianak, I think, will find himself down there for a couple more weeks to come. And I know he's not even listed anywhere near North Melbourne Seniors this week. And that's for good reason, because, well, there's no reason for him to come in. That I can see anyway, unless it would be a complete rejig of the lineup that you wouldn't want to do it at this time of the year. Yeah. So, okay, away from the best, the ladder, and I know you wanted to hear about this because you were surprised when I told you in the pre-show that North Ballarat are equal with Port Melbourne and Geelong in equal to ninth. They've come all the way from second last, which is great. So they're equal on 32 points. Uh, the other end of the scale is... Werribee and I think it's where have I got Werribee, Collingwood and Footscray equal on fourth with 40 points so Werribee were sitting in eight about a week or two ago and they've jumped up but also the Footscray have not been going well in the last couple of weeks so early on they were dominating as they were last year but they've dropped off a bit which has sort of been good for us but at Werribee that is um, and I'm still on record as saying that Werribee will make the finals and I Because, you know, they are a very good team. North Ballarat, I would be surprised if they make the finals. They've got a good run. um, But they've only got two more games, as do Werribee. And that includes both teams having the bye, one this week and the other team having it next week. And including this week, there's three weeks to go of the regular season. So they finish one week before the AFL home and away regular season does. Um, And that's usually the case. So... That's, what, that's what's, that's what's gonna be happening. The games coming up will be, won't be easy, but they certainly are not going to be difficult. By that I don't, they're not gonna be playing, you know, like a box hill or a foot scray, but the only hard one like, from memory that I can see is next week, where we'll we are against, Williamstown, but we'll go into that next week, and that'll be an absolute fucking ripper, so I won't be around. So anyone who can get along to that one, down at Williamstown at Burbank Oval, that'll be great, because that'll be, uh, second V3, assuming that, well, actually, we're having a buy this week. Yeah, look, they should stay in fourth or fifth, hopefully. But that's what's going on there, and I reckon that's my... Wrap-up. Yeah, that'll be my wrap-up. That'll be done for me for the VFL. Right, we'll wrap
0: up um, the AFL game that we had last weekend against the Go-Ds. There's um, effectively a shoot Let's just say that there was a bit of defensive pressure, but it was effectively just a shoot between... A semi good team and a really crack team, let's just say that. So, skills wise, there's both good and bad skills. We ended up kicking away in the last quarter with seven goals free. We effectively only played two good quarters for the match. Um, at times, the GoDs really just embarrassed us. In um, terms of our good players, um, Goldstein, Infinity Dicks, Higgins, even Thomas were very good. Defence, not so good, but Fredo back should help, hopefully sort that crap out. Uh, my three best were Goldstein was the best, Cunnington second, Jacobs um, was also my best. Uh, before I get your opinion on the match, Nate, I just wanted to highlight and congratulate Ben Jacobs on his tagging efforts. In his second half of the year, he really added you know, a new dimension to the north midfield. Um, he was superb, he kept Nathan Jones just 12 disposals, whilst collecting 11 himself and a nice marking goal. Uh, so, your impressions on this weird, weird match?
1: Well, first of all, while you've since you've mentioned Ben Jacobs, he was a, he was an excellent tagging role that he played. Um, putting aside his, his stats, he did have some... He did go hunting the ball when required, but at the same time he was never too far from his opponent. It was another great thing that he do. Rather than being a tail hind of, of previous times or God knows who else, it, it was good to see him in this role. Um, the match was scrappy. It was, uh, I think we made it, Melbourne either look a whole lot better than what they really are or we played down to their level. Either way, I really don't think this was a great game. Uh, I was quite happy with Goldie, as usual, as I think everyone was. Um, but I think for me, I'll go a little bit different. I had weight and Wright. Mm. I think Wright was my honourable mention. I really liked what he did. To who did you say he had? Garlit. <laughs> who was fucking? He yeah, one
0: goal, which was you know it was a joke for a free kick to Garlit. I think so.
1: It wasn't there, and the fact was, he kept a, what is supposed to be a decent player to that, and. He wasn't the only player that he dominated. So even though Wright, again, I think only had maybe 10, 11 possessions the game, he didn't... In terms of stats, he'd look at it and go, oh, OK, a bit of a nothing, bit of a half-back flank or whatever, that sort of role. But he he did so much, it wasn't funny. He did a lot off the ball. Uh, even Jared Waite had a good game. A uh, bit funny about Ben Brown and his injuries, he went off a few times hobbling, and I was sort of surprised the. You know, to see that he came on later, and then yeah, he came on a few times after I thought he was. Yeah, near, it was a decent
0: call key he got.
1: Yeah, in the leg and um, yeah, I was really quite surprised that he came on. He's uh, Jack Zebel Mark II, only about two meters taller, <laughs> and yeah, he's, he's just Yeah, he um, turned Linden
0: done. done. I'm not sure if you uh, saw shit that shit truck.
1: Shit truck. Yeah, oh
0: yes, I'm tempted to make a bloody meme of a pair of shit trucks with his face on it. Oh, um, yeah. Anyway, stupid, yeah, he,
1: stupid mo. he came
0: charging out. I'm not sure if it was the first or second quarter. I think it was the first, and he outturned Linden Dunn, who's a lot shorter, a lot more agile, and he just outturned him and then embarrassed him. It's so funny well, to
1: watch. It's good when that happens, isn't it? And then when, um, I think, well, we were talking about this the other week when we had Schmutt on from the Melbourne board, and I was, I was sort of giving him shit about the Collingwood-Melbourne game and what, Dunn and what happened with uh, Old Mate... No, Yeah, well, there was that. But also, actually, now that you mention mentioned it, actually, Jack Watts, was it the first quarter? He kicks out from yep. fullback after behind and then basically into the face of Robert Naha's or under his head he or something. Stopped him,
0: yet went straight back to Naha's.
1: Naha's is basically laughing while it's happening, thinking, oh, my God, how good is this? I'm going to get a fucking cheapie. To, and then he sold company. the
0: candy and he sold... And he just followed it. Jack Watts followed
1: it. Yeah. Yeah. Jack, he took Jack Watts took the bait. And he was gullible, and he played like a fucking grade 6 kid at the time. He, he had and then he just... laughed
0: all the way back down to the bench alongside Jack Watts.
1: <laughs> yeah, and the commentators on the radio were saying, oh, obviously, um, after you do a very bad thing, that you have to just bring yourself off before you have the indignity of being dragged. And I thought, more a case of you, you're about to be fucking delisted on the spot because it was pathetic. <laughs> um, well, that was, it was good. They haven't it was done it yet. They're watch. not going to do it now. No, they're not going to delist him. I'm just talking shit that's alright it was just what it looked like it was almost like when Liam Anthony was pulled from a game once you just go yeah his papers were signed back then but that was the Hawthorne game we're not going to go into that um, who else did I like did you like Drew Petrie's game
0: it was different again I, I liked his game I liked his form in general I think a lot of people giving him crap always declined I've seen him at the start of the year I think he tried to play as a Mr. Fix-It around the ground yeah. he wasn't playing forward as much and um, people were giving him a lot of grief, especially the opposition. Neutrals are going, "Oh, he's having a crap year, and he's aging." I didn't think so. I thought he was just doing the team thing, but now they're starting to park him back in the forward line. And he's starting to collect, you know, pick up some goals.
1: Well, I, you know, one thing I actually know apart from that was he wasn't being. You know, like you look at every guerrilla forward in the game, and I'm not really saying that Petrie is, but if you look at all the gorilla forwards or all the key forwards in the game, they all are basically being raped by the fullback. Matt Warnock would do it when he was at Melbourne and then when he went to the Gold Coast and did it. You look at old mate Merritt, source Merritt at Brisbane, does it work in, week out. And just what is this crap about holding the forwards, holding both their arms, and then the forward doesn't even get the free fucking kick most of the time. That didn't happen as much. Well, it happened a little bit. Uh, It was good to see him getting getting free. Um, I was happy with Jack Siebel. Cunnington hard to go past. I tell you what, even for me, it'd be hard to pick. Oh, actually, I was about to say hard to pick a worst on ground, but yeah, I don't really want to say it because I've been pumping up his tyres ever since he returned from injury. Um, Do you want to guess who that is? (laughs) Tarrant. Keep going. Oh,
0: who else has come back from injury?
1: Um, it may have been the sub. Ma oh. poor Moller. Yeah, his first first possession, I think it was, was an absolute crap kick. Um and then he came from to look my for his
0: customary goal from fifty and he absolutely fucked it.
1: But... Yeah, and I was looking at went from left to right and I could almost see it in slow motion right in front of me at the G and I was like, what the fuck is this shit? And I was like, is he going for goal, or is he trying to hit up someone at the, the top of the square? Either way, he's missed both by, I don't know, 25, 30 metres, and he didn't do much after that.
0: Oh, he needs a bit of match conditioning. I think he's just a bit... He you know, needs a bit of match fitness and conditioning.
1: Well, it's funny, because in VFL, he's been OK. I know people are going to be like, oh, it's a fucking oh, VFL. Oh, he's also
0: been out. Like, he's been effectively out for a few rounds. Like,
1: he hasn't... Yeah. I, I I still... There's no excuse, though. I mean, there's match conditions no, it's there's skill But then there's skill execution. The skill execution was, okay, poor, putrid, whatever you know, adjective you want to use. <laughs> so Gibson can now be used as an adjective. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> i use was, that one. <laughs> anyway. How was, how was Ballett's game? Oh, he played a Gibson of a game. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm writing that one, Leon. <laughs>
1: Fucking quote me, make it in, put in your signature, thank you very much, and then tag me, tag the fuck out of me. Um, yeah, he played a Gibson of the game, um, could be worse, he could have played a and Anthony of the game. He, what, for all of what, three possessions and... Uh, and a half? Yeah, when did he come on? Was it halfway through the third or last uh, quarter? Yeah, something, something like that, yeah. And who did he replace? Brown. Right. you remember? Right. Due to injury or? He's Corky. Again, again, this comes back to how many bloody injuries did he have? He had quad, he had calf, I think twice during that game. He was, he had his left, I think it was his right calf. One of his calves actually iced up earlier in the game and I thought, oh, fucking done before half time. Um, yeah, but he came on, absolute warrior that he is, but, uh, just a shame that Mullet, um, he stunk yeah, it up. He, yeah, he stunk it up. Yeah, he gibsoned it up. I think that's all he... <laughs> Look, that's uh, look. There was, there was a number of um, good players. There's probably a couple of ordinary players. And Scotty Thompson. <coughs> I oh, right. he's
0: turned into into Sebastian the Crab. He really has.
1: He is going sideways at a rate you wouldn't believe. Sideways? Put a nat-
0: he's going backwards.
1: Yeah, yeah. He could say he's the Dyson Heppel of the North Melbourne backline. line. Dyson <laughs> Heppel. Nice
0: he's the Adam Cooney of the North backline.
1: line. Brendan Goddard. Sorry, no,
0: Scott, at least Goddard gets
1: possessions. Mm. Yeah, but he goes backwards. He gets cheap. He goes backwards, forward. sorry, not forwards. He goes sideways. And Yeah, but then again, a Scooter doesn't probably point and do it like a stupid scooter. No, he's the
0: Tyson Goldsack of North. <coughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> Nick Maxwell of North. Oh, hang on now. This is getting bad because at least... That's how bad he's going. The only difference I'll put between the two of them is one of them talks like an unevolved ape, and the other one doesn't. (laughs) One of them is Nick Maxwell, who I think is just the shittest speaker on the planet. Fucking had his head bashed in a few times by the sounds of it. Mm. Anyway. (laughs) Just a fuck. Um, Anyway, we'll we'll move on. getting way off topic.
0: We're talking adjectives with Gibson. (laughs) Anyway, um, we'll move on to the preview, shall we?
1: Good, cool.
0: Cool. Quiv um, isn't here, so I'll do his job for him, the lazy bastard. Um, the Inns for the North line. are Fredo for Mullet, so no surprises there. Daniel Wells making his return this weekend for the VFL, which is good. Emergencies are interesting. We've got Wood, who's being rewarded for good form. Turner, he had a solid enough VFL game without being fantastic. And funny enough, Mullet is also an emergency. Um, for the Saints, Mitchington, Longer, Webster, and Saunders are in, and McKenzie, Savage, McCartan, and Lonely are all out with various injury problems, though McCartan is more soreness than anything for a young body. Their emergencies are Farron Ray, which is interesting. Uh, Membry, who's been up and down, he actually had a good start to the season but dropped off, and Shenton. For the matchups, Admittedly, I don't know a heap about the Saints youngsters, so you have to excuse me for that. Um, in the rucks, they brought in Longer and Hickey versus Goldstein, so that will be interesting. I think Goldstein should win out. Um, I believe Jacobs would tag Armitage, so he could easily go with Stephen in his usual tagging role for North. Um, for the rest of the midfield, I have Zebel versus Weller, so contested versus contested. I have Del Santo versus Noons, Cunners um, and Swallow versus Montagna, and Saunders and maybe a Ross as well. And also Dempster can go into midfield as well, depends if Harvey's there or whatever. Um, for f- North Ford Lawn, I have Fisher versus Petrie. also have Hugh Goddard on Brown, so two youngsters going together, and Roberton on Weights, and Roberton's one- listed at 194cm, so... I could see that happening. Um, I actually have Dempster on Thomas, because Thomas is up for, in form up forward, though Dempster could easily go to Harvey in the tagging role, which has been done before. Um, Nathan Wright on Garner. Gilbert on maybe a Higgins type. And Geary on Harvey, though, as I said, it could also be Dempster. For a back line, I've got Tarrant taking Bruce. Thompson on Reeboks. Hansen or Ferreira on the resting ruckman, and on Mitchington, uh, McDonald on Sinclair, and Wright on Ross or Jimmy Webster. Uh, what are your impressions of the matchup and the game in general?
1: Yeah, well, it's interesting you say that because I look at um, dumps. Sorry, dumps. Dempster. <coughs> uh, just yeah, yeah, that was I did that on Pips. purpose. He's just been offered a new deal, and congrats to the old veteran. Seriously, old veteran. Um he in the past has played on Harvey when Harvey's been resting for, but he also will roam away from his, his name position. So I will expect that. There's no way he'll stay down there in the back line. No way in hell. You had Goddard on, who did yeah. he say? On See, I was thinking he'd be on weight, but that, that's a funny one because they'll just rotate through. Um I who saw you youngster, have?
0: And youngster going together, kind of to thing. They're basically yeah.
1: It'd be a good shootout, but then who did you have for Fisher? Fisher has
0: Petrie and Robertson on weight.
1: Ooh, yeah. Okay, yeah. That I mean, on paper it matches up. When you look at who's on the bench, they'll probably I mean,
0: change. But, like, I'm just going off yeah, like, what's yeah. listed. They'll change that around, obviously. Yeah,
1: that that'll, that'll as they work each other out. The other thing is you talk about Nunes and Dal Santo. That's going to be a good one. That'll be a really good battle, uh, Nunes. Is actually probably better than he's rated in many circles, and uh, I, I have him quite
0: a bit. He's one of the youngsters. I yeah. Actually, went yeah, this, this guy you need to take notice
1: of. Yeah, he's a good one. You were talking about earlier about the outs and for St Kilda, most of them being injured. Well, and I laughed and I said, yeah, one of them's soft. Well, uh, Paddy Nick McCartan, <laughs> he, he he is a solid player in his day, and I am almost thankful that he's out for for North Melbourne, but um, still. They have some very good ends. The other thing is they have a number of players who are not key position players. They're not going to be a, a set um, high forward. They're not going to be a set that utility
0: deep. type role kind of thing. Yeah,
1: very much. And you'll have a lot that can go anywhere between um, a deep defender through to a roaming a resting forward or any of those, and right through the middle. They've got that many utilities is just not funny. And we we're talking in the pre-show about well, who will go to here and. And the other thing is that You can't really have a one-on-one matchup. It's going to be a case of You're going to have to be going in groups tag, almost, almost tagging in groups Or tagging in teams If that makes any sense uh, In a negating role In a corralling role Which is one of my favourite words Of the last two months hmm. And it is going to be a real team effort Across the board So that, that isn't, that's what I'm saying Like So like a Nunes on a Dal Santo That's fine You can go head-to-head there Zeeble Who did you have Zeeble on?
0: Uh, Zeebo, I had, let me just go through and roll. Weller.
1: Weller. He's a Um,
0: a bit more of an inside type. Um, Maybe that type suits him. I I said, it could probably change with the
1: midfield. Yeah, because he's a funny one, because I've seen him play up forward and then through the middle, and he can go anywhere. Then the, the funny thing is you get someone like, um, a Geary will go forward, and then he'd go back, depending on how much they're being pumped by at the time and who they're playing. against. there's mm. so many options that St Kilda have, but they've also got quite a number of short players. So well, Fisher's undersized
0: just... against Patriot.
1: Yeah, but it's not always a case of you know you have to match them for height. There are yeah. all sorts of things that come to play, um, and that's where experience, especially for for a Fisher or whoever else it plays. There's and have got plenty we're of
0: experience down back by the look of it. Besides Goddard, they have a pretty experienced back line.
1: Yeah, and a name that sort of that springs to mind when you go through these is this um, Nathan Wright. Is he any relation? Or are we just, just going to go with that and say... No, yes, just a Nathan related. Wright. <laughs> yeah, no, just, just a Nathan Wright, just a nobody. Um, yeah, it'd be interesting to see who he goes. I don't really know actually anything about him. I've only heard the name, wouldn't have a clue. Uh, what he's done in the past, but um, <laughs> good luck, mate. I think he's a mixed
0: like a... utility type as well. So, um, I yeah, had I had think... Look, funny enough, everyone, I just had to, I had to look half these youngsters up on, you know, Wikipedia and the Saints site just to figure out what freaking position they played and how tall they were.
1: <laughs> well, it's, it's funny you mention that because I reckon... I'm just looking through this list and there'd be one, two three, there's five that if you ask me about, I'd just be like, um, uh, and I'd um and ah my way through it. Yeah. And the rest i would be fine with, it, but it's just, and you mentioned you know, Wright's one of them. Saunders I've got next to no clue who the fuck that is on the bench. I don't know what uh, Saunders is, and I don't know what Yeah, Sefoyer I was about to say, Saunders, yeah, I know, I know about Webster.
0: I know, uh, Ross, Saunders, I Saunders, I know who Ross is. Oh, yeah. Seb
1: Ross. Uh, yeah, I was about. I was actually thinking Ben Ross for a second, but yeah, Seb Ross. Um, yeah, it'll look to be a good match. I, I just don't. I don't think a one-on-one mentality throughout the game is the way to go because if we did that, then Seb will fucking pummel us, and that's for a team that's pretty ordinary. No, uh, yeah.
0: we, so you don't think we should go man-on-man type football because that's what the demons kind of exposed us to, and we kind of didn't adapt for two quarters.
1: Well, okay, it's all well and good to do it, but the key word you've used there is adapt. You've got to adapt to the situation. Now, you can look at it, say, Hawthorne, or you can look at it at Port Adelaide, and you can say, okay, they're a fast running, break the lines, and just take the game on top. Or, yeah. Hawthorne up, Port Adelaide tried it, and have failed dismally. Yeah, well, they're the puffer fish. Anyway, well, fuck them. They, you've got to adapt to the conditions, so if you can do it and do what Richmond did to them, and just take the game, and just, take it either back to your level or compete with them. You've got to do what they did and that's competing. But we're talking about Richmond and Hawthorne. Again, the word is adapt and change. And you've got to be able to do that quickly. And the thing is, you've got to be able to recognise when to do it. It's not a case of going, oh, well, this isn't working, so we'll do this. It's it's realising what the fuck is going wrong. Mm. And fixing, finding out what the issue is and then going, right, we've got the skills to do this, 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 and this. And then changing it to suit that. So if it's Run and carry, then you've got to find a game plan that works for that. If it's a case of going one on one, then do it. If it's a case of hunting in packs, hunting in groups, I can do it. But that, my my impression would be the group mentality, not one on one, just because of the the sheer talent that's there with the, with St Kilda and the amount that just don't play in their set position. They'll they'll sit there. They might be um, named at half back or half forward. I oh, yeah. Yeah, that'll change a million times again, And just because of who they are, they've got that many players. And like I said earlier, they just do not have a set position, most of them, Um, which is a little bit different to North where you can say, oh, Gibson's this and Bastinac when he's there is this and Harvey and Higgins are this, this and this. And Mm. you've got a clue about where they play, whereas legitimately a lot of these players can play through a range of positions and adaptability comes into it. And again, it's hunting in packs and... Using the players around you, using the skills, and not just saying, "Oh, this is my man, and this is all I'm going to do," but that's without me fucking going on for the next hour and a half. That's what I want to see. But no, this is this is an outsider. We're, obviously, we're not in the inner scrotum, as tw- Twinkle Toes likes to call it. So, uh, <laughs> we'll just we'll uh, we'll back the boys in. Apparently, one of the catchphrases down at Arden Street, yeah, and we'll... uh, <clears throat> to get the, to get the job done. Yeah. Well, it sounds uh, like
0: pressure's the key to it all. And that's what I think we need to refocus on. We went a bit away from that with the Melbourne game.
1: Well, that was a funny one, and like I said, I wasn't impressed with that game. It was pretty ordinary. Like Quiv said, it, I think it was the Geelong or the Essendon game was one of the worst that he'd ever seen. Well, I think the Melbourne game was probably one of the worst. How we nearly won. No, left Melbourne versus Brisbane's
0: the worst game I've ever seen.
1: Oh, hang on, we were talking about North Melbourne related games. Oh, but North if you Melbourne talk, related, yeah. yeah. In terms of non, yeah, that was that was far and away the worst, but. How we nearly lost it to Melbourne is really an indictment on North Melbourne uh, to play down to, or to be brought down to their level and play against them at their level and then be within two points at, a few times in the game or twice, I think.
0: Do you think it was just one of those let down kind of things after being on the high for a while?
1: I don't know about being on the high, but if you look at the skill execution, so many areas, forgetting the swiper umpiring crap that went on, which I don't... <laughs> I hate talking about it, but I'm, fucking I'm going to need to unload it at some point about that game, because it's ridiculous. But putting aside the important, you've got to make do with what you've got. And North Melbourne had, uh, they had a, a, few, a few questionable things that went their way at times, and they didn't make the most of it. Skill execution, pfft, yeah, well, I, I don't even know what the stats were on that, but I can't imagine it would be too high, because it just looks so, it, almost amateur at times, and it wasn't the North Melbourne you used to, but then again, is that the case of playing down to a level? Potentially, but there are so many players who, as individuals, will play up a level. Lindsay Thomas is one of them, as evidenced when he went to North Ballarat and came back. So, I'm hoping that's not the case. I'm just hoping it was just a glitch in the matrix. Now, you can't afford to do that against St Kilda. I did say that last week it was going to be, sorry, against Melbourne, it would be you know, every game's an elimination final, I still think this is. Yep. Even though St Kilda, St. Kilda you know... Sold, they they were sold enough yeah.
0: team to catch you on a bad day.
1: That's right. And um, I was sort of, someone laughed at me when I said, oh, but Melbourne could even do that. And I said, yeah, but that's the only reason for that is because North Melbourne have been losing to shit teams this year. But St Kilda can do the same thing, I would rate... Oh, yeah, if it was St Kilda being Melbourne, I wouldn't have a clue, but I think St Kilda are actually a little bit more dangerous because the, there's a bit of an unknown quantity because you don't know who's going to go where. The thing is, you're almost going to be chasing tail the entire game, trying to figure out what's going on. So at some point, you've got to be ahead of the curve and work out, right, well, you know what the players are doing, you know where they're going to go roughly, so you've got to almost be there before they do, yeah. if that makes any sense whatsoever. Um Yeah, so every game is a. We've just got to really treat it like a an elimination final. Not get too caught up in in the big F word heading forward in the next month, and um, and uh, who knows where from there. But I'd be interesting to see what with Old Man Goldie with uh, Infinity Dix What? Who do you say, Billy Longer, and who was the other one? Uh, Uh, Billy Tom Hickey. Yeah, right. So. (laughs) <laughs> so, are we, are we expecting, what, Hickey to pinch it in the ruck?
0: Um, they reckon he's the second ruck.
1: Oh, yeah. He'll spend
0: time forward. Um, I may have play that third man up role, though. Third man's up's been negated in the last few weeks because they're tossing the ball
1: higher. Yeah, I just, I'm not sure about this. Look, he's a good player, he's a good ruckman. Uh, <laughs> Billy Longer, uh, good luck. Um, yeah, well, there's there's a reason why Goldie was just rated this week by the was it the coaches association or whatever they call themselves the number one ruck in the league for a very good reason, and I can't see that changing. No, this well, week. He's, he's third on the no. coaches' votes for a reason. Well, yeah, because he's infinity. That's why. Uh, yes. So look, thoughts. Michael. Uh, who are the play for you? Who are the players do you reckon from St Kilda to watch? I mean, away from. Oh, I don't know, away from a a weller, away from a nuns, away from a fisher or a dumpster. Or even though they, sorry, dumpster, when they play that back. of thing. <sighs> yeah, I'm, yeah, okay. I'm reluctant because you know what's going to happen. Well, also, someone will carry, someone will carry it up, and we'll fucking. Say
0: uh, I'll probably have Gilbert. Yep. And oh, jeez, oh, and Mitchington.
1: Yeah, Minchington. I was yeah, those are Gilbert. the two
0: for me. What, are your, what
1: are your one? Oh, Gilbert, I'm just wondering about... I haven't seen enough of Fisher this year, so I wouldn't have a clue. On previous experience, I would have said probably maybe. How's he? Any idea? Would you put Fisher in the... Um, Look, he's a solid
0: backman. Just, just on past history, I wouldn't nominate
1: him. Uh, okay, I'll just run with Gilbert, just because... I see him enough at my local cafe, and when he was there with, uh what's his friggin' name? Yeah, Montagna and a, a few of the others. I'm, mm, also, Tom Hitch could
0: be another one as well.
1: Yeah. yeah, well, just the stories I was hearing, and I i mean, Gilbert just looks like a person that I don't like, <laughs> really. He just yeah. looks, he's got a very, he's got a very unlikable face, A dirt me.
0: face, um... <laughs> Just because anyway, you can Probably it, end please. on that, note, We're starting to go way over time. Um, thanks for joining me tonight. No worries. It's all good. And thank you for everyone for tuning in for us rambling about random crap. Hopefully you can tune in for next week. Thank you and goodbye.